0: Well, that's on. Okay. okay, good morning. Welcome everybody to St. Thomas. Glad that you're here. Um, we're going to pray, and then we have uh, a special guest speaker this morning. So, the Lord be with you. with you. Let's pray. God, we ask that you guide our hearts, and that you also guide our minds. Most of all, that you guide our compassion as we go forward to rebuild Houston together, uh, starting in this community. Uh, make us open, God, to where you would lead us so that we might follow in the best possible ways. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Okay, so we're very lucky this morning that Stacey Bombersbach, who is an uh, agent over the Spear Insurance Agency with Allstate here in Clear Lake, is going to come and talk to us about... Uh, Understanding claims and moving forward after after floods and how we need to do that. So, is that too big of a bill, Stacy? Is that okay? But it's state bar. I meant, I, I, yeah. Okay, okay sorry. But
1: I'll try to be a good. You'll be a good. You'll be good. You don't have to be good to Allstate. Sorry. Um, no, Allstate's good. Allstate's good. And
0: you can just clip that on if you want. Oh, to. Oh, okay. And then this other one you can just sort of hold. Or okay. Saw. And I have a flyer, and this is of course very good stuff for us to know, not just for ourselves but our neighbors as well.
1: So, can y'all hear me? Okay. Um, I first wanted to kind of go over if you've had damage, where the damage is, and what claim you would file. Cause there's a possibility. There's three different areas that you would file in. The first one is if you had rising water, so it rose from the bottom up and flooded you out, that is going to be flood insurance that covers you. Um, if you had water that came in because it came in from the roof or your fireplace or a window. So it came in kind of from the above down that is going to be your homeowners. So your fire policies are called fire policies. Or if you were, especially if you're like, have family members down at the you know, uh, Rockport area and they had wind so it took off like their roofs, that's gonna be a TWIA or a Texas windstorm. Many times those are in your fire policy. So there's a possibility of depending on how you have to claim it, you could claim it from those three sections. Most of us down here um, got the rising water. So it came in and so they came from the flood. So if that's you, that's kind of to I was going to go over a little bit more. So if you had flood, yes, sir. Sorry,
0: what, what about if the, the wind sort of blew water under a door? Okay. Is that flood or is that general?
1: That's general. So your flood insurance literally is right, so it kept coming up, kept coming up, and it came in. But if it's because it came in from a door, so the, so the wind was howling and the rain's coming in sideways, I personally in my own home have an area where that happened to us, that's going to be under your your fire policy, your homeowner's policy. Um So you file with them. So there's a possibility that sometimes people will have two claims because they had rising water and then they had water coming in. So maybe the water from, say if you have a two-story house, the water came in and got the the second floor and then they had rising water. So there's a possibility you could have two claims and be dealing with two different people. So it just depends on how that happened to your house. every, Every one is different. So. When it comes to flood insurance, everything is backed by FEMA. FEMA is, is your big grandfather kind of person, but it's all done through a vendor. Most of us down here have what's called NFIP, National Flood Insurance Program. Um, you would file through them. They are going to be the ones who bring out your claims adjusters. FEMA is the one that's backing them, so it's still all backed by FEMA, or the other big company down here is RighT, R-I-G-H-T, Flood. And those sheets I have, I have like their phone numbers and their websites. If you did get flood damage and you haven't filed the claim yet, I will tell you if you can get on the internet and file it electronically, those are going faster than calling. They are so inundated with phone calls, many times you're on hold for hours at a time. If you can file it electronically, it gets to them, they can start the process. So that is the better function down here. Um, when it comes to homeowners, we are in a what's called a coastal guideline. Many of us don't have the all-states, the state farms, the nationwides, the liberties. We have what's called Texas Fair Plan. Um, because we can't get um, because of Hurricane Ike and some of the other floods we have, we can't get the the what's called the in-the-market insurance. So if you have Texas Fair Plan, and you had water coming in, you're going to call them. Now, unfortunately, they don't have a website that you can go to file your claim, so on that piece of paper, I do have their phone number. So it just kind of depends on who you have. Um, Each policy can have some different information in there for you, and it's going to be determined on your adjuster. Once you get it filed, I will tell you this, have some patience with these adjusters. They are seeing as many people as they can. If you've already filed your claims and you have a cell phone, most of us have our cell phones now. If you have a cell phone and you have a number that's from a New York area code or a Montana area code, answer it. It's because they have flown everybody in from all these CAT teams, so they're not going to have Texas phone numbers. So, no, it's probably not a sales call, (laughs) it's probably an adjuster calling you because they fly them in from all over the country. So, one of the best tips because as soon as they leave you that message, they're on to the next person and if you call them back and they're already dealing with somebody else, they may have to wait to call you back again. So, answer your phone right now no matter what, no matter what the area code is because that's going to, because they can talk to you right then. So, um, with that being said, if you have flood insurance, that's a good thing because they're gonna they're gonna be taking care of that first. Um, now, if you did not have flood insurance, there's a big section of our community that did not have flood insurance because they've never flooded. Well, this is the thousand-year flood, is what they're calling this now. Um, I'm a big uh, believer in Murphy's law because if it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen to me. So. Um, If you didn't have it or you people you know did not have it, there is still assistance out there. They still can get help. Um, On the back of the sheet, I wrote down some websites that you can go to um, and you can log on and you can still file with FEMA for help. Um, They may take longer to get to you just because they are inundated with so many people that didn't have flood insurance. It should be on the back sheet I think it's on the front. oh it's on the it may be on the front I'm sorry I I it. yeah it's um, I don't have my glasses on so it's the
2: number one.
1: yeah thank you <laughs> so that's going to be you know you can help your your family member and friends out if they say I didn't have flood insurance what am I going to do there is still assistance out there I will say there's a ton of private donations out there. Um, churches have stepped up. I, I personally go to Clear Creek Community Church. Um, even if your family and members and friends don't go to that church, have them reach out to that church. Have them reach out to that whatever they can because everybody, there's so there is assistance and there are groups coming together um, that will come and help you pull everything out of your house. One of the things, if they can do it, is start pulling out that... that... Rock, uh, um, sheet, rock. sheet rock. thank you. And then that insulin. Because what happens is that water wicks up that wall, and if they don't get it out, that whole wall has got to come out. So if they can get in there, pull it out, and then start getting that insulin out, because that will help save a lot of stuff. Pull the carpet up. Do whatever they can to help them decrease that damage. I do know there are certain areas of Houston uh, uh, that you still can't get into you have to get in by boat there is nothing you can do you just have to wait till it drains to to do that that is more of a wait situation um, to help with those with that being said the other things we can do is take pictures if you have insurance Take pictures. Now, there is a big kind of a back and forth of, we'll keep it all so the adjuster can see it. Take pictures so the adjuster can see it. I will tell you, if you can keep it on your front lawn, keep it so the adjuster can see it. If you can't because your community is bringing in the big trucks to try to get that trash off of the ground, take pictures of everything. If you can, as you're pulling it out of your house, lay it all out, take a picture, and then keep on, as long as you have some documentation. If you can keep it, that is a good thing. If you can't, it's okay take pictures, but you will hear both back and forth. Um, One of the other things, uh, there was a big um, push uh, out there of misinformation of that. If you did not file your claim by September 1st, you were not gonna be covered. That is not true. That is a law that came into place, started September 1st, and it was for fraudulent claims. It was for people who had multiple claims after multiple claims. The state of Texas said is, we are going to look at your claims more heavily because you've had multiple claims, and they're trying to protect us. It has nothing to do with this storm. If, you, if your house flooded out and you went to escape the flood and you came back a month later and everything is damaged, you still file that claim. You are still protected. You're still covered. So know that if people are, are upset about that, that, that law that came into place has nothing to do with what we're going through. So unfortunately, social media has kind of played a lot into this storm, good and bad. Um, but that's one of the ones that really started getting people nervous and upset. So, But that's not true. Um, I'm sorry. I'm trying to think of everything. <laughs> any questions that came up with any of that that you're thinking of? Yes, ma'am. I have a question about the pictures. Um, yeah, thanks be to God I had no damage, but I'm trying to help a very close friend. Yes, ma'am.
2: not
3: just
1: say books. Well, we say okay, so here's the 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 grain of thought on that one to be honest with you. The more information you have for your adjuster, the better. I hate to say it is better for her if she can or if she can take a picture of the spine that shows who the author was and what the book was. Now, if she was a collector of books and she's got first editions, oh, no, no, this is just, this okay. So anything that is of high value because it's art, collectibles, anything like that, yes. If it's something that she's like, I'm just going to show her these books because she's a massive reader and has a ton of books, but she really is like, I don't have time to itemize these things, she can just take a picture and show them. But I will say if she, if she wants the best information to give to her adjuster, that's the best way to do it. And one other question. I'm to sure.
2: preface this by saying I was in the insurance business for many years. So I know under a homeowner's policy, you have extensions of coverage for like debris removal mm-hmm. and, uh, and additional living expense. I know under flood, you have $5,000 of additional living expense.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Is there any extension of coverage for debris removal and that kind of thing? I haven't looked at the flood
1: for a few years, but. I haven't seen any yet coming through. I- I assume they're going to have some extensions because we were hit so hard. Um, we were hit so devastating. I will say, when it comes to the homeowner's policy, as you know, each policy is a little different. Some will just give you a straight $500 for that tree. That tree fell over, you had to cut it all down, you had to get rid, here's $500. Um, some are like, we're only giving you a percentage of it, so that portion depends. I think let me and i'll preface this this all changes all the time and so some of what i may tell you your adjuster may tell you different I always go by what your adjuster says because they the laws well, a
2: flood
1: a flood a fl- yeah exactly <laughs> exactly so i'm assuming they probably are going to have some extensions and have maybe some more depending i don't really know at this point in time um but the five thousand. Is is the last I read. It still is. And I'll be honest with you. Um, <laughs> I tried to get on the website on Friday when we talked to just kind of get some more information, and our office was crashing with it, my phones in my hand. I was like, oh. So I think that is still correct. I don't think that has changed. Um, now, if they can, you know, I will say this: if you can get your elbow grease in there, you can save some of that money for other things. You know, they'll pay you for it, but if you did it with your own, or your neighbors came in and helped you with their own elbow grease, and so you can have that for, you know, maybe added onto your living expense, you know, you can do it. It's to help you, so, um, help help yourself is the best way to say it. Um, But document, 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 document. Um, I will say this, if you have gone and you have a flood in your house, your brain goes a little wonky. You can't remember everything. The best thing that I have seen people do is you can take pictures with your phone, but if you can wear a fanny pack and have a little paper or book, and you can kind of write down that you know something that might be important, because I'll be honest with you, you may have put it right there and you wanna remember that you need to tell the adjuster that you had that or you took a picture. If you can write it down and say, That was a, you know, Whirlpool washer and dryer, the fancy kind that knows what you have. I mean, I know they have them out there, but, you know, I can't name it. And you know that you bought it last year for $1,500. Write that down in a little book because when you're sitting down at the evening to write all this stuff down, you're gonna forget certain things. So if you have something a little handy, and that, I'll be honest with you, that's the best I've seen because we just don't remember. We're tired, we've been digging out, you have had people come and ask you 60 jillion questions, and you just don't remember. So if you can do that, yes sir.
4: If you have a cell phone camera, things like appliances, these cameras are great away from the nameplate, taking a picture of the model number and serial number. Yes. Uh, I use them all the time instead of trying to get my head in there when I'm doing repairs.
1: And, uh, if you don't have a cell phone or you don't have something that can take pictures, if you still have your user guide book to your appliances, save those. Don't, don't throw those away because that user guide has your make, your model, and what what year, and everything like that, and you can then at that time Google how much it's worth. Thing, some things are at depreciated value. Some things are at actual cash value. Some things are at replacement cost, depending on what your policy says. If it's a, a you know, a homeowners, I don't know that would be in your in your homeowners. So, but that's if you can get a, a serial number, you're golden. But if you don't have that ability, and you but you have that manual, don't throw that manual away. That's a that's a for all of your appliances. That's really really good to do. If you're like me, you have 60 jillion. <laughs> video camera is
4: your
1: friend. Yeah, video every camera room. is your friend if you can video. Every room,
2: every drawer, every
1: cat. That's a lot for after the fact. No,
2: <laughs>
1: I will say I um, am very fortunate that I married a man that his dad was a state farm agent. So <laughs> periodically we have everything open. So after the fact, if you didn't get any damage after you've helped your friends and your family. Go do that. Open everything up and just videotape everything. That's one of the best things. Did you have? I'm sorry. I, I think I cut you off when you were talking. I apologize. Well, I, again, I would come back
4: to these. One of the problems with video is that it's not high enough resolution to read stuff off of. And if you take pictures with these kind of cameras, you can, the resolution they have now, you can zoom in and read information and that's very useful yes
1: it's the the
4: you got a shelf of books take one picture of the whole shelf if you've got Mm -hmm.
1: that shelf the more prepared you are the better plain and simple the the more you oh uh your refrigerators and your freezers if you lost um your refrigerators and freezers count the food that was in there you can get some reimbursement on that food um you know, if, if you got it out and cooked it all, great. If you couldn't and you lost it all, um, we personally lost one of ours, but that that but ours was minimal, very minimal. Any other questions? Anything that might? Yes, sir.
3: Well,
0: is there? I know this is maybe a different kind of question, but what's sort of the blowback on finally like a claim over not? I mean, just pretend you didn't have a total loss, but you had some laws, At Okay. What point do you want to try to absorb that versus deductible filing a claim?
1: So when it comes to the flood, my personal opinion is file the claim, period. No, don't worry about, file the claim, period. Most of your deductibles on your flood insurance is about um, 1250 So. That's usually where your deductible is at. Your homeowners—that's going to be a different story. That's going to be depending on what you put your percentage at. Now you can still file what's called um, a—it's a kind of a no claim. You just want your insurance company to know you've had some damage. You're not claiming anything. You're just letting them know. So you can file those. There, it does not. Granted, this is a major disaster. Nothing goes against you. It's not like you left the stove on and it burnt down kind of stuff. So you can file those no claims just to let them know. If you want to take pictures of the damage and then take pictures of the repair, then you can weigh your options. Some people will see what their deductible is and what it is. they had to pay to to fix it. So maybe their deductible is three thousand dollars. They think it's only going to be a thousand dollars to fix it. Once they get in there, it ends up being you know eight thousand. And it's six months later. File the claim. You're fine. File the claim. Say hey, I, this is what I did. Here's all. Keep all your receipts. Keep any kind of receipt of anything that has to do with this. Keep it. Save it. Take a picture of it <laughs> in case you lose it. Um, anything like that if you had to go stay in a hotel for 4 days while the company came in and cleaned something out but you're not you haven't filed the claim yet save those receipts so the you know kind of the moral of the story save your receipts save your receipts save your receipts and, and then document everything that your elbow grease that you put into it document it i mean that's it even even even, even though it's your it's your elbow grease it's still you could have you would have paid someone to do it. They, you can still get some reimbursement for that, that portion of it. Does that make sense? No problem. Any question? Yes, ma'am.
5: I'm trying to rattle. No, go ahead. Take your time. I have a question because this happened to my son. He had five feet of water in his house. I'm sorry. We have so far cleaned out um, and taken off the sheet rock. However. He has been told, and I have a question about this. There is a board on the outside of the house that the brick is next to. Mm-hmm. Okay, we've taken out the insulation, but that board between the frame and the brick is wet, and we've been told that that has
1: to come out. I would think it yes. Don't have a clue something like that you have to take off the brick so is uh did the did the wood already warp
5: I didn't get close enough okay. to see.
1: it probably will depending yes
5: it probably will
1: that may be something unless you know a contractor that knows how to do it um, or a business I if it Here's my personal opinion. If they know, if somebody in your family knows how to do it, but if they don't, I, you don't want to structurally hurt something.
4: Yes. Well, let me make sure I understand what you're talking about. You've got the studs, then the outside laminate, and then the brick. Right. And you've cleared to here. Right. First off, get somebody like a ServPro or a Black & Mooring or one of these. Experts.
1: Service Master is another one. There and there's a bleach water. um, I didn't. I'll be honest with you. I didn't think of it. Three to one bleach to water that you can spray. I have been told some people put vinegar in there. I don't know if that is, but I do know. I know that's what I said. I was like, uh, are we doing egg? But
4: don't don't try and do it yourself.
1: I personally, I'm not a a a engineering structurally person. I personally would see, you know, you can go ahead and spray the, the bleach mixture on there to at least not get the mold to grow. Because so, that's what you're now, that's what he's combating now. Is they don't want to get. Exactly. And I will say this um, when it comes to uh, the cleaning out, be very vigilant and be your own advocate. If they are coming in, they're like, oh, you're good, you're good, it's all dry, it's all dry. I, I've seen a lot of damage done because they're just trying to slap stuff back up on there so they can get to the next person. You have to be your own advocate. Um, be You can research who you're hiring to do things. There's a lot of really good companies out there. Unfortunately, this brings a lot of companies that are just trying to make some money from all over the state or all over the country. Just be very cognitive of that. and and. and I mean, it's unfortunate, but you have to there are some meters out there that you can get that um, they stick them in the, in the board to see if there's still moisture back in. you know even though it may look dry, they the s- dry. Mm-hmm. they'll stick them in all your boards, like the um, like the, the, the framing. Yes, ma'am. I'm not great when it comes to all the wording, I'll be honest with you. So they'll have, and they'll stick them in those boards, and it will read if there's still moisture in there. And it can take weeks. You know, you can get those humidifiers in there, but we live in Houston. If another rain comes in, it kind of soaks up, you know, that some moisture, and you got to wait longer. It's just. But I would tell your son, in my personal opinion, to be on the safe side. I would maybe get a professional in there just to look and see what's the
2: name of a, a water remediation Blackman Morgan,
4: E-L-A-C-K-M-O-N-M-O-O-R-I-N-G is one serve pro. pro is another
1: and serve master is another
5: master. are
4: you working with an insurance agent? Uh, an he
5: insurance is supposed to come, he's supposed to come next Saturday
4: okay. are you in contact with an office uh, adjuster? I, yes, I think they are. Contact them for companies that they recommend and work with. Okay. Okay. They should have a handle on those kind of resources. Okay. Do they recommend, endorse, Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are. So you
5: but call your insurance, get their recommendation, and go from there row. and pro. It it really yeah, yeah.
1: But I would definitely at least get that bleach mixture on there, and I think you're right. I think it's a one to three mixture.
5: Is the air conditioners working? No, nothing's no, working. No electricity.
1: Yeah, one one part bleach, three part water. Is not that right, or is it? A... Yeah, it's. Yeah, it's good. Okay, thank you.
2: I'm googling.
1: And that is not. Those are three parts: three
2: parts
3: water to one
5: part bleach. Okay. Three water, one
1: bleach. I got just the opposite. Yeah, I I told you wrong. That's me. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, if you can open those windows, open those blinds, don't keep it dark in there. Try to get as much sun as you can. We can.
5: It's just not naturally dark. It's just, okay. Pecan trees and oak trees. There's no.
1: So And so, you know, fans, if you can get fans, you know, those humidifiers are on.
5: Near septic conditions. Yes.
4: Near septic conditions. So, you can get the air circulating, get lost fresh We've
3: got. That's good. Yes, Uh, ma'am.
2: Any possibility of salvaging some um, documents, books, scrapbooks?
1: So there is, again, Google is your friend right now, or Bing, or whatever search engine you want to use. There are some really good uh, videos out there on salvaging pictures. Um, and it's this mixture you kind of, cause everything you will notice probably you touch is kind of slimy. Mm-hmm. It helps and it's, I mean, they're not going to be back to the way they were, but it's this whole kind of, and I'm, I'll be honest with you. I don't, maybe that's where I saw the vinegar. It may have been in that one, but it's a kind of a wipe down, dry out. And they, they say to try to dry it out in the sun, but there's that. Now when it comes to documents, I think that's going to be one where you just try to, lay it out in the sun and see if it doesn't you know those are a little bit more there's people who specialize in that and carpets yes ma'am Your most precious ones, you could do that way. If they're colored in a then put
3: them in a bin of clean water, which I think would be very hard for me to actually do.
1: But you want that and just let it soak a couple of minutes to try and get. Get some of the excess off. And then paper
3: towels, about every okay. 15 pages, could them So okay. The freezer is dehumidified, don't want to dry them out to two
1: hundred Experience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another way to get a fire in your house <laughs> that's that's <laughs> a, yeah. I don't recommend books in the oven either. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a, so I would say there are a lot of really good websites out there that give you a lot of different options. And there's, um, I mean, because we went through Hurricane Ike, you may know somebody that had to do it already and could kind of walk you through it. <laughs> it's something that we as friends can do when we're at our friend's house. to can
3: say, let me take that Bible for you and I'll look after
1: that Exactly. I wouldn't recommend keeping any um, bedding or beds or if, if the water got in it, I don't I personally don't recommend you trying to fix that I would to get a new one because if right there okay so there is if you have some antique rugs or some specialty rugs that you're trying to keep there are some companies out there and there um, it's I'm trying to think of the one here in Clear Lake and their names escapes me but they will come pick up your rug They will take it, and I will say this, they do not guarantee their work, especially with antique rugs. It's just, they try their best. Many times they do a great job, but sometimes you may have some discoloration or different stuff like that. Yes, ma'am. that is again one of those ones you're gonna have you will have to make the personal decision at that time if if you take it and they'll say they clean it as best they can because they will only do as much as they can without it disintegrating or falling apart if it still smells that's when you're gonna be like okay I'm just gonna have to get well, rid of it it is, is. yes sir yeah. and, and
4: it will. Lot of the
1: it will get a lot of odor out I've had you know some of those thicker rugs that are kind of more dense they depending on how long it's sat in water sometimes if it's sat in water a long time say you had the rising water that didn't go like the ones that are up in like Memorial City now that they're still underwater I mean I, I'm a personal opinion well, I would get I,
4: is better than exposed to the air and true growing and that's that's true,
1: I'm just, I'm I'm a little, uh, I'm more on the, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's my personal opinion, so. Well,
3: what did you say about
4: the smell? I, didn't said. I, I said that they use a dry cleaning process oh. on
0: them, and often it will get rid of the smell. It's important to know that it, even non flooded carpets sometimes, when they wash and it can, can bring out the smell you weren't even. Mm-hmm. He was particularly talking about antique carpets, yeah. uh, I've had experience with a, a non-flooded carpet that, when cleaned, smelled had a considerable odor to it that was not there before. So you have to make that judgment afterwards. Sometimes
2: and there are some carpet cleaners in town. I had one that, for me recently who washed them, to yeah. inside yeah. and outside, and they put them in big rooms and blow fans and sunlight mm-hmm. and whatever.
1: There's some really good companies that do that around here in Clear Lake. And uh, one thing I like about it is they'll come get it from you instead of you having to haul it over there because those those things are heavy. Um, But a lot of it, I'll be honest with you, is going to be judgment call on what you want to do and what you have time to do.
5: I have to ask. Yes, ma'am. And, and um, so, all of his pots and pans that were soaking in that water and, and the silverware and the dishes. and so go to the flood
3: website, mm-hmm. I can't
1: remember what you probably got it. It's a, yeah. <laughs> but was a thing called the
2: Flood Claims Handbook or something like that. I think I put that website on and there, yes, they ma'am. Have got a you
1: can't here when it comes to cleaning of pots and pans and this is comes from personal experience after hurricane ike um a good friend of mine they lost their house the pots okay so you know how you have your cheap pots and pans and you have your like exactly the expensive ones you can clean them because they have more stability to them they have more so you can get in there and kind of get some cleaning done the ones that are cheaper and not as expensive personal opinion again chunk them you just can't get it clean and get that stuff in there so yes yeah, silk if it's good silverware i mean it, it granted if it's the cheap stuff i mean like i have one that's in college if his stuff all flooded out which i mean it, i think it's from dollar general <laughs> I, you know you don't buy that but he probably has some expensive stuff or if it had, you know, the silver that you get when you get married and stuff like that, you can clean it. Again, Google is your friend. He could put it all to the side. I know right now he's thinking, I just got to get my house cleaned up. Yes, ma'am. It was
4: so bad. In her case, too, aren't there good reasons why you don't want to unnecessarily increase the claim? Going back to Nassau Bay in Ike, mm-hmm. There were people that came in and overdid the tear out, mm-hmm. and once they crossed the threshold where they had uh, a cost to repair greater than 50 percent of the house, Correct. the house became a tear-down. If you want to rebuild your house, uh, I mean, you know, repair your house, keep your house, you don't want to overdo it.
1: Correct. Want- so what? What did, What? Did, what he's? Go ahead I'm sorry, go ahead.
4: Yeah. And the addendum after Ike was if you did order fifty percent you had to pay your work job. Yeah. yeah. So there there are a, a number of houses in Nassau Bay that got torn down mm-hmm. because of the is in the world. It's, totally. yeah.
1: it's it's fifty percent or if you have flooded a certain amount of times. Yes. So I would not be surprised, especially if you all live here in Nassau Bay, I wouldn't be surprised if you see more of those houses that have flooded multiple times, maybe getting t- yes. t- tore so down there or there for road. that uh, that but there are grant. Also,
4: yeah, the, you have to flood at least twice to be eligible for the grant to raise your home. It,
1: it, it, that Because you'll see, if you've noticed, some of the houses have that grant that they've already done. Yeah. So there may be some more that are...
5: It has to flood twice to get the grant to raise your home. And
1: I, exactly, and I don't know if that was just Nassau Bay. I mean, I'm sure it's everywhere.
2: Well, right. certain areas too.
1: Right. So. In
2: a flood prone area. That may not apply.
5: Yeah. Well, but he is, he's, he's backs up to Clear Creek. Okay.
1: Um, is he in Lake City?
5: No, he's over in has, uh Paralymp.
1: Okay. There's yes, ma'am.
0: Grant, grants are based on your income.
1: Yes, they're expensive.
0: Where's her? He's gone. They got a 75% grant. you what? Yeah, it's a... 75%. Yeah. It's, but the cost of doing it even after that, is, I'm just going to tell you, I know the number yeah. that's big. It's, it's oh. twenty It's not something you...
1: Yeah, it's still going to cost you money. Yes, ma'am, I'm sorry. It's not even going to be homeowners. Unfortunately, it's, it's, it's just through the flood. There is some relief in those websites that are on there. So, okay, so I'm going to give you my opinion from an insurance side because I know a lot of people said I've never flooded. You know, it's never flooded here in this many years. Well, many times your house wasn't built then. And you're like, well, I made it through Ike or I made it through this. And please take this. I'm just a firm believer in that. It's not. It's not ever going to happen. It's just going to be when does it happen? We have built so much down in this area. We have, and that's a great thing. That's a. That's a. Houston is very. uh, It's a great city to live in. We have so much to offer, but we've built so much that just because you didn't flood in those times, but they've had so much build since then, doesn't mean you're not gonna flood. And um, I I hate to say I've talked to so many people um, that just let their flood insurance lapse or just argue to not, because I'll be honest with you, I argue for you to get it every time you buy a new house. So hopefully we're going to, that's one of the things that are, they're lobbying to try to fight because they're trying to insurance us out of our houses, and we try to fight against it. Oh, before I forget, let me get back to you. One thing I wanted to tell you, I don't know if I said this earlier, so if I did, stop me. If you did not have flood insurance, and we've just been, in 2017, we got remapped, especially down in here, we all got remapped. I'm sure you got a letter from your mortgage or from the FEMA. You're getting remapped. This is where you're at now. If you didn't get insurance many times, your mortgage company put force place flood insurance on you. So if they don't have it, tell them to call their mortgage company. They may have it and just didn't know. If they recently said, God, my bill really went up for my mortgage company and they just never called, it could be because that company put force place flood insurance. It's expensive, but they might have flood insurance. So I forgot to tell you that, I apologize. But, um, it's, it's, they, we're fighting against that. We're, we're probably going to be remapped again. Um, I can tell you, I live in Nassau Bay personally, and my flooding, I'm, my house is never flooded either. I'm a block off the water from Upper Bay, I'm on Cape Charles. Um, what's your
4: elevation?
1: My elevation is 13 feet. Now, if so I flood, I'm flooding from the back. From 12 and 14. <laughs> so, um, we lose power but we don't get flooded <laughs> but i will say this um, they are expecting my flood insurance to go up 15% until they think it's where it should be now that what does that tell me what, what you know what it should be that that scares me as a homeowner
4: you're currently for maximum coverage in the range of 300 to 500 a year is
1: that... i'm sorry say that again
4: your current premium is in the range of 300 to 500 a year for maximum coverage
1: Right now, mine is yes. Yes. My, I paid $475. Almost, I, I, the year before that was 425 okay, The
4: difference between that for maximum coverage and dropping one inch below 12 at
1: 1111 mm-hmm. is, is $200 bucks a year. Exactly. So okay. if you live in Bow Harbor, your flood insurance is $1,500 to 2000 a year. Yeah. I mean,
0: it's strange. bought it two years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh um, had it lapsed on the um, no.
1: and you were grand you on. were grandfathered too, correct? We grandfathered your flood. So same here, AE fourteen.
0: But that, that they were paying three hundred dollars a year mm-hmm. for their coverage and but now I think we're
1: paying like three thousand. Y'all are? We to call the office on Monday and have Marinella look at that for you.
0: And our elevation is about thirteen, we just took the certificate. So yeah. I I don't know that's part
5: of the redraw of the neighborhood
1: too. Right. We'll 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 we need to check that out for you. Yes, ma'am, I'm sorry. I have to ask another question. Sure. Um,
5: it's based on what this man said a minute ago and it it really has to be worried. Yes, ma'am. While they did not put flood water on top of the cabinets, they were still that far below the tops of the cabinets. Mm-hmm. you
3: understand what
1: I'm
5: saying? Yes, ma'am. So um, when the kids walked in, that knowing that all of the cabinets in the kitchen were saturated with water, uh, they took out the cabinets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes sense to me. And That's that they, correct. And they had to take out the tops of the cabinets, which were brand new. Correct. To remove that all as well. But how do you estimate 50% of the house being removed? The value of the house. Right. The value of the house. But, but if you've got four feet and below of every single thing that is removed, I'm talking bathtubs. Mm-hmm. Toilet, Mm -hmm. Mhm.
1: To me. So, this may be some personal questions. Do you know on his? Did he have like a max of two hundred fifty thousand on his flood insurance? Do you know? I don't know. know. Okay. Um, That is really going to have to be where the adjuster gets in there. I hate to say I, I don't know the answer to that question. I couldn't depending on the value, depending on what they claim and take out, depending on the rebuild, there's a lot of um, factors that go into that. It's really gonna just depend. And, you know, he can still, he, he, even if it floods over 50% and he chooses to rebuild just where it's at, you know, there's, you can still do that. He still has the option to do that. They just may, he may, to be honest with you, with after this flood, I don't know if he's ever flooded before. Yes. He has. Um, it was flooded before he bought the
5: property.
1: Okay, and so that, you know, it maybe comes into where they go, okay, we won't, you know, insure you for this much because we know you're gonna flood. So either you have to build up or do something or we're only gonna cover for this much. It's just one of those ones, it just really depends. And it's going to have to be once he gets in there and, you know, cleans it all out and what he salvages and what he doesn't salvage. Because you have, so you have to realize you have portions of it that are going to rebuild in that flood policy and you have portions that are just for contents. So, you know, his pots and pans that we were talking about, the washer and dryer, the refrigerator, the, the couch, this all that stuff, that's all contents. So they're going to pay him a certain amount for contents, and then they're going to pay him a certain amount to rebuild. So those are kind of different. I know that. Okay. That's, I, I'm already aware of that. Okay. It's cost. It
0: turns out your drywall is not very expensive. It just isn't. So, so you take that out and you can replace it. You know, if you if you had Fabergé egg flooring, that was expensive and it's gone. But in general, carpets aren't that bad. So, you know, if, if your house was a, sort of theoretically valued at $500,000 and you get half that's two fifty. you can almost build a
2: brand new home for that. Sure. So and it's doing, a building cost, not a, not a market
4: a one or a story house? One story. Yeah. Yeah. Houses that this happened to in Nassau Bay were one stories, but they were stripped all over the city.
3: Yeah.
4: Okay. Um, people came in and got really overly aggressive about it. Okay. okay. I'm
5: just really worried about this. Because and he's, if it does happen,
4: and they total the house, mm-hmm. if the house is uh, covered by the flood insurance The value
1: of the house. Just you know, again, tell him to take pictures, be vigilant on what he's spending. And even after the flu- even after FEMA pays him, there are still programs out for more relief if he needs help.
5: Um, are they listed?
1: Yes, ma'am. Yes ma'am. Okay. So, there's a lot of there there is relief out there. So, yes ma'am. So, um, got, you know friends who don't have So, is the message to them to, to file your and
3: then, uh,
1: and, then wait. and then wait. I just don't know how quickly the adjusters will get out there. I will I don't know exactly how it is dispensed, I'll be honest with you. I don't know if they, as people file, and they say, okay, we have this earmarked for people who don't have flood insurance, so they just get a check for that. I don't know exactly how specifically they are going to be helped. That portion, I really don't know. Um, Again, I don't know. I, I, right now, I think the FEMA adjusters are, Going to be working with those who have flood insurance Um, one of the best things you can do is salvation army is very good about having someone help you navigate that territory so you can reach out to salvation army and they because right now they're in the midst of just trying to feed and help those once that water goes down they they go into where they try to help a person navigate the process that don't have insurance they're very good at that i personally have never done that so i don't really know the ins and outs i'll be honest with you um but they are very good at it i I personally would recommend them because they're going to be the ones that are knowledgeable and how to do it and maybe know even more areas to to get help and you can i'm sure there's more than um, goodwill maybe we have people united way probably has people um you can right now probably the phones again are inundated if you have the ability to get online and and send information that's used right now that's the best way to i personally our office was down And all I had was internet, and that's the only way I could contact, you know, have contact till Friday. This past Friday was the first time our phones actually were working. So try to do that if you can. That's, you know, but just have them help them walk them through, um, because they really will have even more knowledge on other places they can get some help from. I hate to say that, but that's kind of. And I know there's a lot of people that are donating to a lot of different organizations around here. I've seen a lot of stuff. I guess J.J. Watt's doing some big thing. Reach out to them. I mean, tell on, here's the deal. Tell them, do not be afraid to reach out and ask for help. If they don't ask for help, no one will come. I mean, that's just the truth. Because, you know, you tell your friend, call me if you need help no just show up with a hammer and help i mean because a lot of people won't ask and so it is and you have that thousand yard stare because you're like what do i do it's okay it's okay to cry if you're my policy holder i cry with you (laughs) trust me (laughs) so
0: we've got to honor your time
1: oh so extremely grateful
0: that you sure
1: You're very welcome. And I have some cards. If y'all want to take my card because you have questions after this, please call me at work. I'm more than happy to. Yes, ma'am. Okay, I got you. <laughs> and if you live in Nassau Bay and you're by Cape Charles, come see me. <laughs>